I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. is the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. Buckle your your seatbelt and prepare to learn how to legally make six figures investing in real estate with no money, no credit check, and nothing but a computer and internet connection. Learn how you too can begin generating buyers and sellers for free today and why you're only two calls away from making a $10,000 or more payday while never leaving the comfort of your home. And now, your host, the virtual real estate investor, Vincent Polisi. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Vincent coming to you live once again from beautiful, sunny Asheville, North Carolina. We just got back up here after about six months in Orlando. Wanted to get out, escape the heat, the humidity, the crazy crowds coming in for spring break. And we have been here for going on two weeks now. And right now today, the weather is absolutely glorious, beautiful, sunny. It is a very warm 59 degrees, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but it feels fantastic out right now. All right. So... Here's what we're going to cover today. This keeps coming up over and over and over and over and over and over again. This, this horse just will not die, so we're going to have to keep beating it, apparently. Contract assignments. Whether you are doing them wholesale, investor to investor, or retail, investor to retail end buyer, it makes no difference. Contract assignment fees are paid at the time of assignment, not at some future closing, not contingent upon clearing title, not contingent upon waiting on a buyer who may or may not have an ability to close. They are paid, boom, the minute the ink hits the assignment agreement. This is how professional real estate investors do it. Now, this is not how the course sellers who don't know what they're doing do it, and they've got you guys running around like crazy, clearing titles, doing you know, playing title jockey, doing all the other crazy stuff. And they have a bunch of other people convinced that that's the way to do it too, but that is not how professional real estate investors do it. Now, one thing I heard somebody say the other day, and I've, I've heard this over and over and over again in the uh, Facebook groups and forums and, and uh, things like that, is that for some unknown reason, which... It has no factual or legal basis or process basis or anything else. Some uh, quote-unquote wholesalers, not really wholesalers, but contract assignors, mistakenly believe that they have some type of responsibility or obligation to clear a title on a contract assignment and to wait to ensure that the end buyer closes or can close. Or I don't know what once you have clear title, I'm not sure what the other concern is other than potentially the seller doesn't show. I guess the seller didn't show up to get the money, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But nonetheless, let me explain this in in chapter and verse. No, you do not have any responsibility to clear a title or to wait to ensure some future closing. Absolutely not. I don't know where this came from. It's absolutely ridiculous. You do not have that responsibility. Okay. What's happening 
if you guys don't understand this, is that the end buyer, presumably a rehabber, I guess, that is buying, or, or let me rephrase that, that is um, paying the assignment fee, essentially is wanting you, and this is this is the the two uh, talking out of both sides of your of their mouths that that we got into the other day. Essentially, what they're wanting, they're gonna they want to criticize you for wanting to get paid properly at the time of the assignment okay, and not have to wait to see whether or not they can close. And they want to criticize you and say that you're trying to, you know, do this deal with no risk. Okay. But in reality, what they're trying to do is put the onus of responsibility on you so they can do the deal with no risk. Well, here's the bad news, guys. This is real estate investing. It's not real estate insurance. Okay. There is no insurance on a deal. You understand what I'm saying? So there is going to be inherent risk. Now, what are they trying to mitigate their risk against? Does anybody know? Anybody know what, what, they, what is actually going on here in this scenario? Because the seller has already agreed to close. The seller has already agreed to provide clear and marketable title. So if those two things are already in the contract, why do you need to get uh, asked and required to wait to get paid for a buyer who may or may not close at some future closing date? Why would that be the case? What they're doing, here it is, ready? They're trying to get you to insulate them from taking responsibility as an actual professional investor because what they don't want to do is enforce the contract, okay? And so what is the remedy under law in the event that a seller doesn't A, show up and close, or B, provide clear and marketable title so that it can close? What is the remedy? The remedy, there's always a remedy for everything under law, okay? There's a cure for that. The remedy in this case is to sue the seller for breach of contract and specific performance. And that is what they're trying to get you to take on for them by waiting and wasting your time and not letting you get paid. And I can't tell you how many deals I've heard with quote-unquote wholesalers who had assigned a deal, and guess who doesn't show up? The, the buyer. The buyer doesn't show up. Okay, so they waste all this time. This becomes this big debacle, and supposedly, I guess, theoretically, that's supposed to be okay as part of the business. But you're getting paid at the time of assignment, uh, which is how it's done, all right, is not. So understand that, okay? You get paid at the time of assignment, not some future closing. If you're going to clear title and do all this other stuff and wait then you need to be in the deal for a percentage, okay? Not just getting an assignment fee. But let's take it a couple steps further, all right? If you want to play the wholesale assignment game, which I don't recommend, but in the event that you do, that's your thing. You like dealing with that, that whole uh, backwards process. Um, that wastes inordinate amounts of time and money and marketing and everything else. If that's the route that you want to go down and you want to do those deals, then as I've stated before, the way to do it, to still get paid at the time of an assignment, is by doing the following two things. You're never going to hear this anywhere else. 
Okay, so to mitigate and actually eliminate the risk for the buyer, the split second that you enter into a contract to purchase that is assignable, you need to immediately order title so that when you do the assignment, you can provide the title, the, the chain of title, showing that the title is clear, if that's what they're concerned about, which I understand why it would be. And, oh, by the way, when you execute the contract with the seller, because the only other concern that a buyer would have that can legitimately buy would be that this seller pulls a no-show. The seller refuses to close. And that is easily rectifiable with what is called a specific and limited power of attorney. Okay, Specific, specific and limited to the transaction on the property to be able to close that deal. Okay? So that is, should be part of your purchase contract if you're doing these assignment deals. Okay? And what does that do? Two things. Number one, if you've ordered the title, you know, within 48 hours, presumably 72 hours, probably. Uh, somewhere in there, you're going to have the abstract back. You're going to have the chain title. You'll be able to proof up documentation-wise that the title is clear, that they can verify with the title company, number one, so you don't have to wait. And number two, you can also provide the specific and limited power of attorney, enabling them to close the transaction without the seller showing up. Now, once those two concerns are out of the way, title and a seller pulling a no-show, what else is there? Enlighten me if you know what it is, what some other concern would be that a buyer with an ability to close would have where they would ask you to wait to ensure that they can close. And if you're going to wait to ensure that they can close, you've got some kind of messed up, you know, skewed sense of uh, responsibility on uh, the process of this deal that doesn't exist. It's not reality. Okay. If you, you, you have that moral code that you feel like on an assignment that you have, you should have to wait to get paid, if you're going to do all that, then get paid more, okay? Hey, assignment fee is X if you pay now, and if you don't pay now, and I have to go through all this other stuff, then it's Y. Which one do you want? Here's the title. Here's a specific and limited power of attorney. Done, okay? And what you will do is you're going to weed out very quickly the people that aren't serious, that don't know what they're doing, that don't know they have an ability to close, that are wasting your time daisy-chaining to God only knows who else once they sign the thing with you also, who may not have the ability. I'd also have them proof up on proof of funds, by the way, guys. Okay, If you go into these things with these sheepish, sheepish positions where you're all afraid to lose a deal as opposed to actually putting together a deal that works where you can get paid, if you're going to wait, which I don't advise and I don't do personally, then ensure that you are getting them to proof up with proof of funds and oh by the way some scratch you got to have some kind of money okay and it doesn't go to a title company it does not go to a title company it goes to you because the title company is not going to release it to you in the event that your buyer does not show up <clears throat> in the event that your buyer cannot close used to be that way but since in the last i don't know 10 15 years Title companies now 
in the event of a breach will not release earnest money funds. Okay, so understand that for what it is. They're not going to release them to you without the buyer signing off a release to release the funds to you. And obviously, if he can't close, he's not going to do that. So make sure that you're getting earnest money and no funds go to the title company or the real estate attorney. Okay, because what they do is they then sell on the funds for a year and then turn them over to the state, typically. All right, so don't do that. Understand how to do things and how to get deals done. Take control of your deal, okay? You are in control of your deal until you cede control to someone else. Don't do that. This is the easiest, fastest, most effective way to quickly convert your quote-unquote wholesaling contract assignment business, if that's the business that you're in, so that you can start getting paid, A, immediately at the contract assignment execution, or if you're not going to get paid then, to get paid more for playing title jockey and waiting for some future closing. But you've got to dot your I's and cross your, your T's to make sure that you've got everything set up the right way so that everybody can can close and you can get paid money today and you don't have to play these games with these rehabbers and whoever else that you're assigning these contracts to. Okay? Very simple. Hope that helps. That's the way I do it. That's the way I advise you to do it. You've got to take control of your deals and business and lay the groundwork, lay out the guidelines for how things are going to be for that transaction each and every single time. Okay? And it's got to be my way or the highway. All right? All right, go get them. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Real Estate Investor Podcast with Vincent Polisi. If you found any value in this podcast, please use our Give to Get method and take a moment to give us a five-star rating in iTunes and your favorite podcast service so we can keep giving you excellent episodes of real content you can use to profit today. 